0: Hello, and welcome to the Believe Crew Podcast. The business is you. I'm Jamie White, founder of Believe Crew and your host. Let's jump right in. We have Erin Marcus here for today's episode. And as far as I know, she has a business called Conquer Your Business, but I would love to hear how you got started and why.
1: Oh my God. I, I, I call it my your origin story right let's hear the origin story because according to like facebook and buzzfeed if i take any kind of quiz i'm technically a 13 year old boy to, based on what i watch and listen to some way oh into, that's like, hilarious Origin <laughs> story too many marvels too many marvels.
0: that's hilarious no,
1: awesome. so seriously like i'm so excited to be here thank you thank you thank you know chatting with you so who am i what do i do why do i do it ceo and founder of Conquer Your Business. I describe it in two ways. Number one, the tactical side, I, I, we, it ain't the Aaron Show, far from it. We create business and branding strategies that build multiple six, seven and multiple seven figure businesses, right? That's the tactic side. On a more personal side, I look at what I do as working at that intersection between what you need to do and who you need to be to do it. Why do I do that? Because that was the problem that led to Aaron's year of failure, which I'm now more fondly calling Aaron's year of reflection, (laughs) right? I love this. Right. understanding that who we need to be makes all the difference in the world in the Mm. entrepreneurial space, and the small business space. Like when I left corporate, I had the fancy corporate title. I had the fancy corporate salary and expense account and all the cool things. And then the horrible truth that I learned was, you know, when I left to go out on my own and I'm thinking, Oh, I'm smart. I did so great. This will be easy. Yeah. No, that's not how that worked. And what you realize is what I realized is I was extremely successful. On a very narrow path, yeah. someone else created.
0: Totally get it's
1: it. Someone else created. And once I was out there on my own and the bumpers are out of the gutters and the wheels came off the bus. And the other thing that I learned was I'm not alone in that. And so it really does become who you need to be because I work with and I talk to you so many smart, driven. They do the work. They want the thing, right? So if I'm doing all the work, why isn't it working?
0: So can you explain to me why I haven't answered an email from two months ago that I actually wanted
1: to answer? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's habit. The- In a habit. It's a habit. Is that a, it, is that a part of being? Yeah. It's a part of being. And, and I, I talk a lot about give yourself a break, but don't let yourself off the hook.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I say that because so much of what we do to ourselves is so punitive. So punitive. We think, and and this is a perfect example, the email that you have not bothered to reply to. (laughs) Email that I sent you. No, but so your response to me talking about it was very self-punitive, and so we think we need more willpower. We think we need to be better, and that's not what's messing you up. That's not what's messing you up. You're not bad. You're not dumb. You're not, you know, not, you're not lazy. You're not any of the bad things that you're telling yourself you are because you haven't responded to an email. What you have is a habit that's not serving you. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Now. So give can yourself, you
0: coach me on this?
1: Right. Well, you know, it's, <laughs> you give yourself, sure. Let's solve this right now. So like, cause I had to get through the same thing. I had to get through the same thing and still constantly, this is not a done thing. So mm-hmm. let's back it up and, and say it that way first. Your mindset doesn't need to be fixed. As soon as you start considering your mindset as something that needs to be fixed, you imply that there's an end date to the problem.
0: Mm. Right.
1: That there's a magical way to solve the problem. That's not how this works. Mindset is a process. Mindset is a process that if you ignore we default back to the negative our brains have a negative bias that we're up against neuroscience we're up against neuroscience so we give ourselves a break but don't let yourself off the hook that doesn't mean you shouldn't pay attention to the habits Mm -hmm. letting and, and, and this is such a great example because it's it's truthfully a very benign thing but it's also something we all deal with most of us are bad at it or not how we want to be at it. And we feel like bad humans, because God forbid we let ourselves off the hook, right? We're bad humans. Um, it's a habit. You have a habit, which means you now have a physical rut in your brain that repeats a behavior.
0: I think the habit in this case is that you know, the email that I needed to respond to or wanted to respond to was to book time on a podcast so that I could record with you, your assistant, you forwarded it to your assistant, your assistant filled out to get on mine. And I would have liked to have forwarded to my assistant, but occasionally I feel bad because sometimes they don't have all the answers. You know, sometimes in the podcast form, they don't know all the answers. And so I have a little bit of a, oh, Jamie, you could do that yourself. You don't need to forward that. Okay,
1: Perfect. Let's dive in with it. You caught me. I caught you. So, okay, a couple things. So why don't we do the thing? Number Mm -hmm. one, habit. The most common reason we don't do the thing is we have a habit of allowing a full inbox, right? I have Mm -hmm. that habit, by the way. I suck at the inbox. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like this. I like just talking to people. Right, right. So number two, it's not something you're inherently good at doing. It's not something I'm inherently good at doing. There's a reason I don't. I'm not in charge of the calendar. There's a reason. I'm bad at it. I mess Mm -hmm. it up. I forget details. I I write it down on the paper and I don't put it in the calendar. I double book myself. I'm the calendar. I'm the calendar. (laughs) Like know what you're good at and own it, and know what you're not good at and give it away. I'm not in charge of the calendar. However, however. I have goals and things I want to achieve. And I know that one of the tools that I needed to create was put it on the calendar, live by the calendar, right? Put it on the calendar, live by the calendar. I can't live by the calendar if I don't put it on the calendar. And since I don't put it on the calendar, Allison puts it on the calendar, right? I built the support system I needed to make it possible. So that's one option. Another option is sneaky, sneaky, sneaky fear. If you book you you know how I am. I'm a little over right. I'm a lot to right? oh wait. I right. Erin's a lot. Erin can be a lot. Do I really want to do that? Like I know. Right. I get it, right? Like though I'll tell you Maybe that. I'm
0: nervous subconsciously oh, about me. being interviewed by you. Yeah.
1: Seriously, because I'm very scary. But this is what I learned. The fact that I'm too much in real life makes me just enough for the internet. <laughs>
0: That's perfect. I love that. Influencers speak
1: right there. Right. Oh my god, I was dying when somebody sent that to me. Maybe there's a visibility thing in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a visibility thing in there. Like you and I have had a couple conversations. They're very normal conversations. Maybe it's not me. Maybe it's other. Maybe your podcast. You know, your editor. You don't. Right. You don't have to hit publish if you don't want to. Right. But Erin's right. out there with a whole machine that she didn't design that markets the podcast, right. how much more visible am I going to be? Who knows? That could mm-hmm. be in there. Mm-hmm. You're not right.
0: wrong because I mean, my understanding of the subconscious, which is just mind blowing is there's so much that is operating that I don't even know. I'm not even mm-hmm. aware of. And everything that you're saying, is probably a piece of all of those.
1: It's a piece of all of it. So what do we need to do? Not about your inbox. We'll have an, right. Right. what do we call that now right. in corporate speak? We'll take that conversation offline, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so unemployable at this point. But the trick, the hack, getting your subconscious in alignment with your consciousness, that, that really is the goal. Like, what do we need to do? What is the work that we need to do if we just stay on this path, this conversation of how do I... How do I do what I said I wanted to do? How do I achieve what I said I wanted to achieve? How do I stop beating myself up over in the process? Like, dude, this is supposed to be fun. I didn't quit a fancy, fancy six-figure, multiple six-figure job to be miserable. Right. I did, you, right? We go into entrepreneurships to be in more control of our outcomes, not in less control of our outcomes.
0: So tell me a little bit more about the year of failure or the year of reflection.
1: Oh, somebody finally told me. Oh, I was so excited to rename that because that felt bad. So corporate, fancy, C-suite, my, my title that I left with that means nothing to anyone not in the industry, Senior Vice President of Business Development for the largest long-term care insurance wholesaler in the country. Yay, Aaron, right? So great, great, great. So I leave there and I the first business I had was a franchise. So I say I jumped halfway off the cliff. I just yes. franchise. And I got that office to the top 10 out of 200 in 18 months because they know how to build a business. Right. Great. Yay, Aaron. Again, but it was, there was a format. There was a structure. It wasn't like a build it and they will come subway thing, but it was, there was bumpers in the gutters, right? Mm-hmm. I still had to get out and do the thing, but I got to focus on what I do best and not have to figure out parts of it. What I learned is there's a very big difference when. You're closing a $3 million deal for corporate. That's fine. When I'm running 15 people, half million dollar top 10 office in a franchise model because I'm selling a product. Yes. And
0: this is huge, Aaron. Selling me. Mm.
1: And the horrible, horrible thing, the horrible truth, I'm a big fan of like, just give it to me straight. Like, please just give it to me straight. The horrible thing that somebody said to me that turned the light bulb on, um, and I ended up working with this woman for three years, is, how come I could sell it for someone else and I couldn't sell it for me? How come I could close a three million dollar deal, and I couldn't charge my worth when it was me? Because sales skills was not clearly not the issue. Yeah. And I had no—I I was not prepared for that problem. I was the overachiever. I was, I'd gotten more freaking awards between, put it this way. I did so good at my job that they gave me ownership shares in the company. So my self-definition, my view of me is overachiever, is the exception, is the person Amazing. who can just make it all happen. Yeah. Because I did that. And then I did in several jobs in a row which is what opened the next door and then i did it in my franchise so imagine the crash when i couldn't make it work when it was just for me when the business was aaron marcus and that's what it was right aaron marcus.com imagine so that was horrible (laughs) that was not fun and I in my podcast I interviewed a woman who really said something different that made me feel a little bit better about that year. I call it Aaron's year of failure because I went from a multiple six-figure income and expense account to a top 10 franchise boom 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 to ready $11,000. Yeah. $11,000 by the way not even in a down economy. <laughs> 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 no excuses. <laughs> I, had, I didn't have COVID. I didn't yeah. have, right? I had no excuses, right? Not even an a dot on me. To $11,000. And at the time, and truthfully, it's one of my saboteurs. The high achiever is my saboteur, right? That is the how I define how I'm doing. And I interviewed a woman who, when she was talking about her business, told me that she actually took a year off between her high achieving corporate life and her business to figure out what she wanted to do. And so now when I look back at right, it, the right. reason I didn't make any money is I had no idea what I was doing and I had no idea what I wanted to do and I had no idea right. how to do it. So the fact that I made 11000 by the way, $11,000 gross is a negative on the books,
0: right? <laughs> right. right, You had some uh, lost, carry forward lost carry forward. <laughs> exactly. It was we were ready for the profit, so that you know the (laughs) eleven
1: thousand didn't keep doing
0: it. But I really, really love that about the year off concept, and just highlighting that because that's what when I look back over the last year. Because ultimately, I mean, part of the reason I'm being super quiet right now is giving space to anyone else that's hearing this, that is feeling it for themselves, and knowing that what you're saying speaks to my story. And I, I call it now a year of grieving because I was actually healing for that year and I didn't know it because I was in the middle of thinking I was starting a business, thinking that there was something, you know, and, and I was, it was all the things, all the things were true. There was just so much that I think giving myself that space to say, you're going to have to take a year off when you're transitioning now, not a year of golfing necessarily. I mean, golfing wouldn't be my choice anyway. Like we're still putting the foundation in, but like any any good business that has a brick and mortar business knows it's not an overnight thing. You're, there's space for clearing the land. There's space for building the building, you know? And, and instead, when it's us, we have this idea, at least I did, you know, that there isn't the same, um, what's it called when you have an airplane, um.
1: That launch, strip, that, runway, yeah, that strip, no, runway, runway. runway. One,
0: awesome. There's not the same amount of runway needed for something Ooh. that's a business that starts with my name, right?
1: Right. And going back to where we started this conversation, most of us, any most high achievers that I meet, if you haven't done the work, mm-hmm. your response to those problems is highly punitive of yourself, right? It's highly right high crashing (laughs) is that how i can say it? it's so horrible you're so bad on yourself that it's a downward spiral of doom and how are you supposed to create from that place Mm -hmm. how are you supposed Mm -hmm. to serve from that place right you can't can't because if you think you suck you're not going to be able to do something good for somebody else yeah and it screws up all your decision-making. I just did my live show the other day about this. The two things that will screw up all of your decisions in your life, whether it's your money, your health, your relationships, and especially your business, desperation and insecurity. Yeah. Right? So if you're coming off of a year of failure, if you're coming off of financial hardships, you're making money out of desperation, you're going to make bad decisions. If you're making money out of insecurities, imposter syndrome, will this actually work? Oh, my God, I suck at this. What you know? Why is this not working? you're going to be making really bad decisions. And it just becomes a loop that if I had to pull out one word, one thing to grab onto to change it all is intention. You Mm. do not get out of these problems without intention. I love that. Right? Intention. Intentional forgiveness. Intentional success habits, intentional around the goals, the actions. It really is. And it it going back to my origins during what I did, like the tagline for Conquer Your Business is be in charge, take action, get results. And the reason that's the tagline is the be in charge is not about anyone else. It's not about telling anyone else what to do. The be in charge is personal, is my version of personal responsibility. It's it's the book Extreme Ownership, right? It's I love version, that. Right? My version of personal responsibility. By
0: Extreme Ownership by Jack O'Willenick. Love it.
1: Yeah. And can you get to the point where your instinctual response for, to anything is, isn't that interesting? Why is this happening?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That takes right. growth, right?
1: Oh, yeah. and <laughs> practice, and practice, and in the practice,
0: disc, and... I'm a high D, which I'm guessing you're probably somewhere in the ID combo or DI combo, is that?
1: Yeah, I am a nine you know, they score on one to one hundred. You ready? Uh-huh. You love this since you know it. My D is a ninety. Mm-hmm. My I is seventy-seven. Mm-hmm. That inner person so that's what keeps me from being a total jackass.
0: Right. Same. And
1: under pressure, the I goes away. Oh, and it's like get it done, get it done, get it done. My S for, you know, I am a girl, we grow up with different, so I have like 40 on the on the uh uh-huh. keeping the peace side. Processes and rules. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. <laughs> It made the and, chart, just barely. Right, I made it on the chart. You want to know why I made it on the chart? Because my corporate job was in financial services and we had a public mm-hmm. parent company. My books are still wrong. My books are in my books balance weekly.
0: Nice. Nice.
1: It's the only consistency points I have. If it has a uh, number with money, then you're like, more, all right, I'll I'll look at that detail. Right. There's money connected. It really is getting you to your goals. It really is Mm -hmm. a high D response. Um, a high that, that goal outcome response. Yeah. That's
0: what I was going to say is someone asked me recently something about being emotional. Um, and I said, I'm a high D. So if I don't get results, I get emotional you know, both sides of the fence, anger or crying, like it can be one or the other, but if I don't feel like I'm getting results, feelings come into play right now as a high D That's and, awesome. uh, yeah, things could get a little miserable for a bit. <laughs> totally understand.
1: Totally understand.
0: So you were talking about this, um, coach or someone that you worked with for three years that was telling you some things. What are some of the gems that you took away from working? With oh my her- God.
1: So some of the gems. This is one of my favorite ones. ready? Yeah. Took me two years to learn this. Do not take that long. Easy is a perspective. Let me explain. Because she said that to me for two years and I kept going, I don't understand. I, under- right. I understand the definitions of the individual words that you're right. using. But when you put them, what do you mean? So I finally, I use a lot of non-business random visuals and explanations to understand some of it. So whether or not something is easy has nothing to do with the thing. It's your perspective. Is this easy? Is this not easy? So my other example of that is you and I go on a date. We go to a horror movie. You have the time of your life. I end up in therapy. (laughs) A horror movie. It would probably be the other way around. (laughs) Probably not. Not right. The horror movie didn't change.
0: Yes. Correct.
1: Our perspectives of that horror movie are create our reality. So I can look, and I still do this to this day, I can look at my calendar and go, oh my God, I have so much to do. I could look at my to-do list and go, oh my God, I'll never get this done. I could look at the email inbox and go, oh my God, I'm so busy. Or or every morning I can look at my calendar and say, oh my God, I have four interviews today. This is going to be so much fun. Right. I can choose, I can, this goes back to the intentional be in charge, I can, getting your subconscious and your conscious on the same path so they're not fighting against each other. I can choose how I feel and what I believe because I will tell you, if all you hear yourself, like one of the things I try not to say is that I'm so busy.
0: Right, totally agree. Because People if, ask all the
1: time. They're like, Well, oh, six boys,
0: you must be so busy." And like, I'm not.
1: No, like, don't put that if, on me. Right, if your subconscious hears you say, "I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy," what is it gonna not let you do? Sell more widgets.
0: Right, right, like, right, right. Sell right. more
1: stuff. Well,
0: I also love the saying that if you want something done, give it to the busiest person you right. know. So I
1: identify as that person. Well, <laughs> like, here, wait, are you ready for this? Yes. This is also I learned. Welcome to the Midwest where we're all very hard workers. Mm-hmm. If you prioritize and value hard work, you know what you do?
0: It's hard work. You make
1: everything hard. Yeah. You make everything hard so that you can feel good about it. We sh- you you, you kind of said it when you said you didn't reply to the email.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: By the way, there's like no forms. Just tell me when you want to do this. <laughs>
0: Or don't fill out the form. I don't don't have to make it difficult. Yeah, make it easy.
1: I don't, that's the thing. I don't fill out form.
0: Totally agree. I just
1: don't. Yeah. It takes an attention span that I don't have, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so your perspective on everything is what guides how you feel and what you believe, and then ultimately what you will do. I mean, the number one thing that I learned from her and studying this type of stuff is that I, I get to choose. Like your absolute superpower to use her words are you get to choose. And then the one thing I've extrapolated to is because my background, this is so weird because you can't tell by this podcast, but I'm only five feet tall and I was a hundred pounds soaking wet for most of my life. Right. So not a big person, but I used to be a competitive powerlifter. And I used to box and I used to do bodybuilding. And one of the things we used to say was choose your heart. Choose your heart. You, you know, is not eating the food that you really want to eat hard? Yeah. But so is making weight for the competition. (laughs) Like choose your heart. Do you want to, if you're going to identify it all as hard, pick the heart you want to work on. I love that. Pick it. Like, so I'm, I, try to be very cautious about the words I use when I'm talking to myself so that I'm not feeding the subconscious programming I know I have. I pay attention. One of the things that I do, just because we're on the topic all the time, like this is an almost daily if not weekly practice, is picking something I'm trying to work on. What's the result that I want? And then what do I need to do and who do I need to be to make it happen? What do I need to do and who do I need to be in order to get that result? Because I know I get to choose. I can you give me an know... example
0: of that? Like I sure. love this. I love okay. you know, being intentional with who we're being. And but I want to hear an example from you.
1: So a non-business example. Sure. A very um I don't know. You can label it whatever you want. My stepdad had a birthday party. And I was not in a great place before the birthday I was 90 years old. I was not in a great place before the party because I just moved. My dog had just died. I had gotten very, 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 very sick. Like there was just way too much in the span of like two, three weeks. And so I was going to be traveling to Florida to be with a hundred people wow. for this birthday party, including some people who annoy me. Yeah. And <laughs> just leave it at that. And I. We already established the I goes away when I'm under stress. I am going to be the person to say something. I don't care. I'm the one who ultimately doesn't care what most people think, And I'm very happy to jump right into the persecutor role in the drama triangle to get that point across if need be, right? I know this about myself. And so knowing that I was already overexhausted, and I was going to have to be interacting with some people that. Annoy me, put it that way. What do I need like what do I want? And I wrote this out every day, even if it was the same thing. What do I want? I want those people to not be annoying. Again, we'll just use that word. Right. I I want those people to not be annoying. I can't have that.
0: Mm -hmm. I can't Can't control that. Right.
1: Because I have no influence over it. All right, well, if I can't have that, what do I want? I want my stepdad to have a great birthday party. He's 90 years old. Uh, This was family and friends were coming off COVID. Like this was a big deal. I want him to have a great time. I know that the people who annoy me annoy him. So what do I have to do and who do I have to be to get what I want, which was for him to enjoy himself, I have to forgive. I have to not turn into the persecutor. I have to let go. I have to, right? What did I need to do? And who did I need to be?
0: It's beautiful. To,
1: right? And I wrote it out over and over and over again.
0: I love that you're pointing that out about writing it out because I've found even for myself, I have to, I type out my prayers in my notes because I become more detailed about them. If I write it versus if I think about it, it becomes very wishy-washy or very like loose. Well, and there's
1: also neuroscience behind paper and pen that aren't mm. in the typewriter. Typewriter. Yes. I've just officially aged myself. Not <laughs> in, the keyboard. in my notes in my phone either. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I love,
0: love paper and pen. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's neuroscience behind it and it's more creative because it's more tied to childhood because hmm. we don't start out right. We start out learning to write right regardless if it's cursive or print, but it's the intention, right? It's I'm doing it right now. I'm, I'm, we're doing things in my business that I'm so excited about It's definitely my growth edge. We're we're talking differently about what we do. We're talking differently about who we help. We're stepping into different stages. We're stepping on a different platforms. And consciously, do I know I can do it? hundred million percent. Consciously, do I know that this is the space where I was supposed to be? All along, absolutely. Subconsciously, are there fears and concerns? I'm sure there's millions of them. So the reason I do this every day is I, I call it setting my stage. I set my stage. I review this every day because it helps me make better decisions all day long. It helps that alignment. What do I need to do? Who do I need to be? I need to be the person who steps into this. I need to be the person who lets go of that, right? All right. Wrote it down this morning. <laughs> am yeah. I going to be the person or am I not going to be the person?
0: So I have a question for you. Personal question. Yes, yes, yes. Do you do meditation? Any, any thoughts on it?
1: Yes. I think it's fantastic. I, um, I have two modes. There's this that you're experiencing and there's a sleep. <laughs> <So laughs> that that's the problem. Right? Great. Story, not yeah. so great in practice. For I have a hard time with it. So. Um, what do I I I do my version of it, right? Yeah. My version of it comes um in immersed in nature. Right. I'm immersed in nature a lot. We bought a house um last summer, end of summer, which the only phrase I kept saying to myself as we were looking for the house was I want to be immersed in nature. Little did I know when we purchased a house immersed in nature, how bad nature wants to get in the house. (laughs) Oh good point. (laughs) Good point so that's been fun but we are we are completely immersed in nature especially now that the trees have come back in um the house is in the middle of a forest reserve it is a neighborhood in the middle of a forest reserve we got an acre and a half it's wooded there's a pond um i haven't turned the tv on in weeks like i just look out the window watch the birds i'm i practically named them so one of the things is immersed in nature for me that's my spirit that's my version of spirituality i don't do Organized religion for me, I do that. Um, and then the other version for me is I even wrote an article called "Take a Walk, Take a Shower, Take a Walk, Take a Shower." Like, what are you? the The point of meditation is to create the quiet space for ideas and creativity and inspiration to come in. And I don't get that space by sitting still. I don't know if you've noticed. There's just a whole lot of energy going on here, so I have to burn that off. I have to burn off the energy that then allows space. So I do that in the gym. There's a reason I do it in the gym. I do it in the boxing ring. I do it in nature. As I get older, it's harder and easier. It's harder because physically I can't burn it off the way, like, the body, the mind's willing and the body ain't able type of thing. Got a bit of that going on. Um, So there's more immersion in nature because we can't burn it off. But yeah, I absolutely believe you have to create a quiet space for the inspiration. Um, But you have to find a way that works for you.
0: I love that. Yeah, I totally, I'm utilitarian for motivation. So anytime that I can do, you know, two for one, like a dental vacation, right? That's like two, it's a two in one. And so for me, this idea of meditation where I'm sitting and, you know, creating space for some kind of download, like the only thing I can come up with is bath
1: like i'm like <laughs> shower right shower like you water said water by the time i figure things out right like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: right so i'm still curious about it exploring you know testing it in different ways and it, um, yeah, asking I, others <laughs> for their yeah, advice i
1: burn off the energy to create the space nature again for like where is your inspiration come from where how can you create a situation? And and really what I do is I create a situation. I'll give you this version. This is how weird I am. Where your mind can't race. Right. So I left corporate at 40. That's when I opened my franchise. And I'm very much a fan of get comfortable staying uncomfortable. And I knew that I needed something physical in nature because I am a very physical person to help me get past the fear and the over, like to burn off the energy. Right. The problem I was having was because I have been in powerlifting and bodybuilding and boxing since I was like 19 years old. Regular at the gym doesn't prevent my mind from wandering because the muscle memory is so easily there that I can my mind will still wander when I'm in the gym. So I needed to learn how to do something different and new. And so at 40, I decided to learn how to figure skate.
0: Wow, go you.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. And by the end of that year, I was in a very glittery outfit with a matching scrunchie because I had still long hair out in San Francisco where I won a blue (laughs) ribbon in an adult beginner's competition where i did a 90 second which sounds like a very short period of time but i promise you it's not a 90 second routine to landslide by fleetwood mac wow i have to find a way to not allow right like if you come at it from the other side it's not just how do i get quiet but how do i not allow the monkey brain and if that means death-defying figure skating, because I promise at 40 years old, going in a circle is very death-defying. <laughs> yes. I absolutely promise you.
0: Had you skated before that?
1: No. <laughs> no. I mean, oh I can my stand word. my feet. I'm sure. I have a low center of gravity and good balance. I could stand my feet.
0: Right. Right. But
1: that was, that was it. I couldn't stop. I couldn't yeah. hit the wall, right?
0: Oh, I love this. This has been such a great discussion. Erin, is there anything else that you feel has been left unsaid that you would love to share?
1: I think my bottom line is to know that it's possible. I think it's possible. You're allowed. If you need permission, here it is. Like, don't, one of the things I worry about when I'm on stage. Of any kind is because I know my level of energy. I never want someone to look at what I've achieved and think you have to be me to do it. You don't have to be crazy. You don't have, you know, I get on stage with purple hair and leopard print gym shoes. This is not necessary. This is just, just the fact that I'm weird, right? You don't have to have high extrovert, high D on the disc. You don't need that. You just. Need to want it bad enough to be willing to do the work and get the help together. That's
0: beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. Well, it's so good to talk to you, and I cannot wait
1: <laughs> to, to be on your podcast. podcast. <laughs> I will see your email by within the hour. No, All
0: no, right. But... Sounds good. Oh, <laughs> so good to talk to you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me.